hello, 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 and a warm wick of welcome to all of our witches, white lighters, and warlocks out there. My name is Clark. And I'm Victoria, and you're listening to Charmed and Dangerous, a Charmed podcast. in the morning today so i'm cracked out here we go and i am struggling but we're gonna do it yep i thought about offering and saying hey clark we can record this later but then i had an evil little thought in my head um of how funny is this gonna be that our energies are switched (laughs) and so i did not extend that olive branch to you well, no, I wanted to do it in the morning anyways, so that I have time to edit tonight, and I don't have to do it all at once. Absolutely. Anyways. Anywho. We're on episode seven, power outage, um, which is similar to what I am feeling right now. Uh-huh. Uh, Victoria, why don't you lead us in our summary? Here we go. Communication is the most important aspect of any relationship, including sisterhood. Cole is mad struggling with his emotions, and the sisters are mad suppressing their emotions. Everyone is hot in this episode, and it really be triggering my by panic. Oh, and Cole does a naughty, naughty thing. Cole does do a naughty, naughty thing. <laughs> Cole, holy crap. Like, I know that I'm a Cole girl, right? This episode really right? catches you off guard. But this is a Cole fucking episode. Like, forget the sisters. This is a Cole episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's a serious episode, but it's, like, weirdly serious. Like, it's yeah. not, like, a sad serious. It's, like, a... It's very aptly... It's, like, a rage serious. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. It's, it's like, a lot of anger and, like, just not being honest about your emotions and facing the consequences of that. It's, it's, a, it's a tense episode. It is. Well, it's a very tense episode. That's the perfect way to put it. Um... The big bad for this episode is Cole. Um, yes. Andres, 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 Andres. Something. Somebody, the demon of uh, taking your feelings and turning them outward is here, but he's not queer. Um, you know, he's just kind of <laughs> hanging. Um, that one triad dude that comes in the beginning of the episode and like threatens Cole for fucking a sister, literally. is queer um and i stand by that decision your honor um (laughs) no andres is like the demon of fucking around um so there's there's that homies homieing but cole is evil in this episode and yet somehow not (laughs) it's it's really really weird and like you hate him because you're like wow he's finally going through with all the things that he told the triad he was going to do. He's finally, like, trying to kill the sisters. Yeah. And then, spoiler alert, he doesn't. Yeah. Um, Trips at the finish line. It's like, okay, this episode is really good, but also 
mildly underwhelming because it's like, God, I wish that she had figured out that he was Balthazar. Oh my God! This there were like it's a giant s- flashing sign at this point. There were like five times in this episode alone where she could have just turned around and seen that he was a demon and she didn't. And I was like, Phoebe, 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 no. Phoebe. Phoebe. Like, it's right there the whole time. Like, he even phases out of Balthazar form in their fucking backyard. Literally! After being shanked! After Piper Uh, fillets him like the chef she is! What a cut! Yeah, seriously. It is mildly infuriating, though. Also, can we acknowledge the fact that they probably would not have ever gotten a Balthazar um, piece of flesh for a vanquishing potion if Andrus hadn't possessed Cole? Straight up. Because Cole, we can say what we want, right, about Cole and Balthazar. But one thing- He's a good demon. He's a great demon! He's, he's good at doing his job. He's an excellent demon. Terrible human. Excellent demon. Very fucked up in between. Very much. Oh my god. And like, since we're in it, we're just gonna get into it, y'all. I wanna, yeah, I, pretty much. I wanna hit the coal of this, because I would really love to dive into the way that the sisters felt. So, just in case you didn't watch the episode and you actually want a summary, I don't know why you'd come to this podcast for that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we are not up to that task. This is a, this nope. is a discussion based. You could put us on a charmed Reddit, and we would probably be more thorough in discussing <laughs> actual content. But basically, in this episode, Cole gets his dick grabbed by the triad, and they're like, "Hey, <laughs> bud, you know how you've been fucking a witch? That's gonna stop because we figured out that it's not for your massive evil plan." It's for your oh massive God, evil penis. What? My- what? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I just figured out what my favorite line is. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Add it to the spreadsheet because I'm on a roll. <laughs> Go. Keep going. So, basically, Cole is like, ah, fuck it. Sure. I guess I'll fucking kill the sisters. And so he's trying to figure out what he's going to do. He meets Phoebe at, uh, I nearly said Quake. He meets Phoebe at P3. Uh- and she's like, oh, sometimes sisters, I can't live without them. And Cole's like, ah, shit. You know what I'm going to do? Aggravate those wounds. And so Cole gets Andrus, Ad- whatever the fuck his name is, the demon of anginess, and is like, mm-hmm. here's the deal. You're going to inflame the three of them. They're going to rip each other apart. Their bond's going to break. And then I'm going to go in, stabby, stabby, witchy, witchy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> And Andrus is like, this is a great plan, Balthazar. You're the best demon around. And and Cole's like, ah, shit. Shit. Fuck. Damn. And uh, it backfires spectacularly. Oh, yeah. Because Cole has feelings. Because Cole has feelings. So he sends Balthazar. He sends Balthazar. He sends Andrus after... Piper and Prue first. He aggravates yeah. their wounds. And then when it's time for Phoebe, Cole's like, actually, we're going to go on a drive. Yeah. And then he sends her in 
after like a dinner date, right? After he's aggravated the sisters because there are 80 billion tasks and only three sisters to complete them, which say no, you know, block off your calendar, babes. And <laughs> too many things, not enough sisters. Literally. I work all the time. I'm like, too many things, not enough Clark. Too many things, not enough Clark. Exactly. Too many things, not enough. And so Phoebe goes in, gets absolutely roasty toasted, like Prue and Piper eat her alive. She gets pissed. She gets anger possessed. They have a big fat fight. Sister Bond breaks. She goes running to Cole. And Cole has like an athame in the waistband of his deliciously fitting pants. Bruh. <laughs> the whole time. Phoebe's like, it's I got his shoulder and all this he shit. Has- a fucking altar halfway open. Yeah. This horribly spooky shelf in the middle of his modern apartment. Newsflash, it doesn't have anime figurines in it. He's a demon. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. That happens. Um, it's infuriating. Oh, my God. He doesn't stab her because he gets all in his fucking feelings. Bad demon. Yeah, bad demon. Leads with his heart, not his dick for once. And (laughs) so she, and he's like, Phoebe, you're vulnerable right now. You need to go home and talk to your sisters. Yes. And she's like, you're right. And like kisses him. And And she thinks it's like this sweet moment where he's just like, I don't want to have sex with you because I don't want to take advantage of you. But he's like, I don't want to kill you. He's literally (laughs) saving her life and the life of her sisters. He's like, ah, fuck. I can't do it. So I'm going to go get my ass roasted by the triad. Please go ahead. And no, what kills me about this scene, too, is that Andrus is literally, he pops in the scene right behind them as she's leaving, and she doesn't see him. No, she's too blinded by grief. God, this episode pisses me off. And you're just like, Phoebe, girlfriend, it's right there. Literally. And and it goes back to, like, her powers are blinded by this man. Straight like, up. She literally... That's, a fi- that's an excellent fucking point. This is the witch who sees the future. And she yeah. can't see shit. They literally made a joke about it in this episode. Like, he was like, too bad you can't tell the future. And she's like, haha, who says I can't? And it's just like... Why? I know. <laughs> So, yeah, Phoebe goes back to the house. The sisters get their shit figured out. Balthazar gets possessed yeah. after some light grade school taunting. And I, I love that I love Cole, like, with my heart, my full beating human heart. And I am roasting his toast because I'm just absolutely full of energy right now. You can't, ro- you can't really love someone if you can't roast them. Yep. Say the words, Clark. Say roast their toast. <laughs> Roast their toes. Thank you so much. <laughs> Balthazar gets shanked prison style. Um, f- literally falls into their backyard as Cole Turner. Phases out when he realizes he's wearing his fucking wife beater. And <laughs> <laughs> and the day is saved. Andrus gets toasted. Because um, Balthazar doesn't get double Bye, crossed. Bye, Balthazar. Yeah, exactly. 
And then, Clark, would you like to say what happens when Cole goes to visit the triad? Oh my god, dude. Okay. Well, okay, one thing I'd like to say is that demon with demon filling is an excellent moment. Yes! Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, I gotta bring that one up. But, no, so Cole gets summoned by the triad i think or he like goes to the triad i'm not entirely sure i think he got summoned i think he got summoned. i think like yeah i think his shimmer got interrupted by the triad um and this man's like bleeding in coal form and they're like you failed us <laughs> thank you for Balthazar. doing thank you for doing the voice <laughs> <laughs> and and he's like uh yeah, <laughs> and um, and they're like, "Do you have any final words to say?" And he's like, "Only this." And then he throws his athame at one of them, and then snaps the neck of another. Which I can't believe that that worked. And then I know. I think he like energy balls the other one or something. I. I can't remember. It's all a blur. And then just goes uh, up to the sky. Like, see, like. And that's what you missed on Glee. Literally. And it is the funniest shit ever. Because these are his bosses, right? <laughs> they're like, they're like his supervisors. His boss is the source. I mean, you're right. But it's like, if you do not do this, by the way, this is not cool or sexy. Um, it'd be like if you went up to management one day and your boss was like, hey, Clark, did you finish that redacted that I told you to do? And you just (laughs) fucking stabbed him. You were like, stab, pistol whip, neck snap. And then you're just like on the floor of unnamed bakery. Ah! (laughs) Oh, God. It's hilarious. Also, I can't Honestly, believe he just killed all three of them in one swoop. Why didn't you do that from the start? Because he didn't have to, because he was still evil at the start. I mean, yes, but why not at the <laughs> middle when you started no, fucking I, Phoebe? <laughs> I, because c- he didn't realize his feelings. Just move on. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, I'll move on. Uh, what I cannot move on past <laughs> is the fact that he snapped the neck of this triad member and it actually killed him like jason board on the ground killed him too like 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 i thought demons were more resilient than that <laughs> i guess he put some supercharged like demon jutsu in it and just cracked him <laughs> he went to the chiropractor and he learned the opposite way <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he just killed him like damn also do y'all know the force it would take to snap a neck? It's a lot of force. I've never snapped a neck, but just like gently rotating my neck in the mornings and sometimes not so gently rotating it. <laughs> I, yeah, just... Yeah, you're like... And then you're like, oh shit, I could have snapped my neck like that. No, you couldn't. You physically could not. You could give yourself a crick. You could fuck some shit up in your back like an old lady. Snap your own <laughs> neck. The force required. It's a lot. It's a lot. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we've kind of talked about a lot of what this episode is. Um, because you're, you are right. It is very much a Cole-centric episode. Mm-hmm. Um, 
The only thing that we haven't really touched on is the resentment that the sisters hold towards each other. Hell yeah. And how that affects this episode. Um, primarily in the sense that um, they started fighting and then used their powers on each other. Yes. Um, Which is a big no-no. And that's a big no-no. <laughs> Jinx, show me a coke. Uh yeah, right. Um, and so Piper is resentful because she keeps having to reschedule all of her stuff and move her stuff around for her sisters so that she can accommodate them. Um, Phoebe is kind of carefree in this episode. She's just vibing. And then, like, years of resentment pop up yep. uh, in the fight. But she doesn't have any immediate, like, anger. Um, until she starts getting yelled at. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then Prue is also just kind of vibing until Piper slits her throat. The <laughs> of the of this this episode because they put so much on her. Yep. And expected her to just be the homemaker and. And that is something that um, I, I posted on Facebook. Guys, I did it. Yay! It was me. I did it. I, I did the thing. Um, and I asked for your guys' favorite parts of this episode. And um, a listener, Kelly, said that she loves Phoebe's date look, but um, she loved that it shows the sister's expectations on Piper to be a homemaker. Um, and just kind of be... I'm going to take that one step further and just kind of be the middle sister. Always. Always the one that stands in the middle, doesn't do anything for herself, and mediates. That is what they expect from Piper. And this episode really changes their dynamic as sisters, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Because after this episode, they're like, holy shit. We lost our powers because we couldn't be honest with each other. We need to, like... Step it up. Yeah, we need to make sure that before all else, our bond as sisters stays connected. Um, absolutely heartbreaking moment when you watch the Triquetra break. Yeah. I saw that and I forgot that it happened. And I was like... <gasps> Ouchie. Oh. Ouchie. It's brutal. It is. Because the Triquetra is such an important symbol, not just in the show, but in Wicca and and witchcraft, that, like, watching it break apart like that was, like, crushing. Yeah, absolutely. It indicates a severe imbalance in the way that things are running, and it, oh, it, like, gave me chills. I hated it. Oh, my God. And, but, like, loved it, you know? And, like, like when you have well sisters, done. you know, you get the dynamic. You're going to fight. Yeah, you get the dynamic. Like, it is so... <laughs> Even if you have, like, a golden relationship with your sibling. Yeah. You are going to toss them around. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't care how close you are with your siblings. Particularly sisters. Yes. You are always going to fight. Yeah. There's always going to be something. You stole my favorite lipstick and ruined it. You uh, went out and did this thing, even though I'm not allowed to go out and do this thing. Yes. Like, 
it, there's always something, no matter how good your relationship is. And, and we, I think we kind of forgot for a second that beyond being witches, they're sisters. Yeah, absolutely. And this episode really brings that back. And I love that. And it's so like, when the fight is over, like, I think it's very like characteristic of their characters that, you know, Phoebe goes outward. Mm -hmm. Prue takes time to herself and Piper is like, okay, how do I fix this? I think it's very characteristic. And she turns to her source of comfort. Yeah. The only person that doesn't expect all of these things from her. She turns to Leo. Yeah. And Leo's like, babe, babe, you fucked up. Babe, what the fuck happened? Babe, the little tiff doesn't make you lose your powers. God is angry. <laughs> honest. No, um, and the fact that they, like, that the true part of it that fucked shit up was that they used their powers on each other. Yeah, and I wanted to talk about that in personal gain as well. Absolutely, because, like... It's one thing to look at your sister and be like, <laughs> you're a dumb cunt and I hate you. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know? It's, it's another thing to telekinetically throw things at them. Yeah. It's like, even human-wise, like, it's, you learned it in kindergarten. You do not hit people. You don't hit people, you don't throw shit at people, you don't do something that's going to cause physical harm. And, like, yes, words yeah. hurt, right? And and we always want to be careful of the words we use. I feel like I'm, like, teaching a preschool class. I'm like, we need to be careful of the words we use because feelings are fragile, too. <laughs> like, y'all know this, but you don't lob a vase at somebody's head because them's fighting words, you know? Yeah, like seriously. You never do that, especially if somebody's, like, younger than you. Like, they're all, like, I saw, (laughs) tangent, I saw this TikTok the other day, yes, I'm on the clock app, of, hell yeah, of this younger brother, right, and it's this younger brother versus this older brother, and the older brother is obviously, like, significantly older, right, like, he's probably late teens, 20s, right, and then the younger brother is, like, six, uh-huh. And the whole family's gathered around and like there's like the dad in the back and and the mom is recording and the little brother has like a cloth, right? He has like a dish towel. And he is just full of menace whapping his older brother over and over and over again because they're playing the towel snapping game, right? And right. he's just going in. Like he's just so angry and so full of force he's really trying to make it hurt and then his older brother twirls up that towel and snaps him once (laughs) and this kid falls on the ground clutching his knees and just i mean it's just that immediate you know fire siren child wail no for sure and that perfectly encapsulates being an older sibling Yes. You're like, okay, yep, you had your turn. Now it's mine. (laughs) And, like, everyone around the older brother is, like, holding back their laughter behind their hand, right? 
And then the older brother is just, his face is just, ah, shit. (laughs) I fucked up. I fucked up. (laughs) I fucked up. And that is exactly how this is. But you can say things like, I resent you both because I had to raise you. You don't get to, especially Prue, who has the most active power. Yeah. You don't get to throw things at your sister's prudence. (laughs) Prudence. Yeah, no, super fucked up. We don't stand for for Prue in this episode. We don't stand sisterly abuse. We don't do that here. No, we had a lot of feelings Uh, in this episode, though, but I feel like that's kind of like the majority of the plot was everybody had feelings. That's basically it, honestly. Um, I don't have anything else to say about the actual episode. Um, I think it was good. Um, I was watching it while I was playing Stardew Valley because that's my new obsession right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, girl, it, y'all, if you haven't played Stardew Valley, I don't care if you're a gamer, try it. It is so calming. Um, anyways. Sponsor her. I was, uh, <laughs> Stardew Valley sponsor me. Um, and I, like, had to stop playing because I was like, what's happening now? <laughs> Literally. Because like, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting episode, but there's just not a lot. It's, like, it's a very central plot point. Oh, yeah. Um, but that does bring us to personal gain. Um, we are adding one for Piper Freezing the Homeowners Association, um, though that scene was absolutely hysterical, and I loved it. Yes. Um, and then I wanted to talk about adding probably at least two um, for them using their powers against each other. Um, you want to round it out? That cr- one again, one each? We can, yeah. Because, like, that is a precedent we've never seen before. They have never gone so far as to use their own powers against each other. Um, it was scary, honestly. Like, you watch this episode and you, like, if you didn't know that there were five more seasons, you'd be like, is this the end of the Charmed Ones? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think that that is a very poignant moment. And I think that they definitely need uh need some points for that yep so we are up um to 74 uh we no we're at 69 plus five yeah we're at 69 (laughs) plus five we've gone from one meme to another uh if y'all get that if y'all get that spongebob meme gold star to you good noodle board um good noodle board good noodle board yeah we're at 69 plus five (laughs) uh Clark, what was your favorite line, favorite part? Which, by the way, Clark has done this for the last three weeks, where <laughs> she picks after me, but she remembers a line that I forgot, and it's the actual favorite line that I had. So go ahead, Clark. Tell the people. <laughs> um, so, uh, my favorite line was... Cole going to break up with Phoebe after his uh, talk with the triad Mm -hmm. Um, and him going, he's like trying to figure out what he's going to say. 
Um, you know, like when you hype yourself up to like have a big conversation and you're just like, and he goes, Phoebe, you know, uh, we, we, we got to break up. Why? Uh, oh yeah. Because I got to kill you. Uh, smooth. <laughs> and I didn't remember it until we were talking earlier, but that moment I specifically remember turning away from my game and being like, what? <laughs> Cause he's so fucking funny. Like Cole in those moments, his actor um, is just so the delivery. He has such great comedic delivery. Oh my god! Because uh, you know oh, Leo's phenomenal. Leo is really good. Leo has his like really fantastic comedic parts, right? But Leo oh, is yeah. really really good at like those heart wrenching like soul bearing moments. Yeah, they're different types of characters. Yes, and they have different types of comedy. Yes. And that shit is just so up my alley. It's, oh, fuck. And then he walks up and Phoebe's like, hi. And he's like, hi. And she's like, I fought with my sisters. And he's like, I got to go. I got to tell the triad (laughs) um, that y'all are petty bitches and I'm going to exploit that. He said, BRB. (laughs) I I have a case. I just, like, remembered something about a case. Also, huge break. How does he do, like, does he actually do lawyer work? He has to actually do think. lawyer work, right? Or he has to hire somebody know. to do lawyer work because Daryl knows about him. Yeah. I think he does lawyer work. I think, or or he just, like, makes up paperwork. Oh, my God. Demon fraud. Demon fraud. Uh, anyways, Victoria, what was your favorite line or favorite part? Because uh, this one was a really good one, too. I loved the <laughs> Leo, you obviously don't have sisters. One minute you're arguing about something, and then suddenly you're arguing about who stole whose Malibu Barbie in 1979. God, iconic. Which is an actual Piper. fight I have heard my mother talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. It's like you'll be having a conversation with your sister, and the next thing you know, it's like, hey, remember that time that you tried to kill me in 2004? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't cool, dude. Literally. <laughs> Straight fucking up. Uh, but that does bring us to our scoring portion. Um, We're going to decide this on the fly. Yeah. Victoria, how would you score this episode out of five? God damn it, Phoebe. It's right in front of you. Oh, that's a good one. I would score this episode... I'm going to say a flat four. God damn it, Phoebe's. It's right in front of you's. Interesting. Rewatchable. Love when we do have comedic parts. But it doesn't have... It's a little too circular for me. Fair enough. Yeah, it does feel very formulaic. Um, What about you, Clark? I woke up, bitch. Uh (laughs) 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 Um... I would give it like a 4.2. I think I agree. It's a very good episode. And like I said, it caught my attention from what else I was doing um, because I'm horrible and I don't dedicate all my time to this podcast because I don't know. I just don't. Um, And so it caught my attention and it drew it away from what I was doing. But I wasn't like, oh, I have to sit down and watch this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it has been zero days since we've seen Leo. It's been two 
fucking days since we've seen Daryl. This is ridiculous. Two days Darryl, too long. Back to us. That's seriously like he needs to be in every episode. This needs to be the Daryl show. Um, it has been zero days since we've seen Cole and five days yep. since we've seen Kit. At this point, he is a foster. He goes and comes as he pleases. That is not a real cat. Yeah, cat, Kit, Kit, Kitty Cat, Kit, uh, Kitty Cat, Kit Cat, uh, yeah. The definition of like an outdoor cat that has like multiple families. Yeah. And just kind of comes around every once in a while. He's being several um, witches familiars. Thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that does bring us to the end of our episode. Uh, I don't really have anything else for you. Again, thank you to the lovely viewer that reached out to us on Facebook. I'm going to try and post there every week. Um, that being said, if people want to interact with us, where can they find us on Twitter, Victoria? You can find us on Twitter at charmed underscore podcast. Where can they find us on Facebook, Clark? You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash charmed and dangerous pod or by searching charmed and dangerous podcast in the search bar. Where can they find us on Instagram, Victoria? You can find us on Instagram at charmed and dangerous pod. Where can they find us for comments, questions, snarky remarks like Nim Asha? Thank you for the name correction, <laughs> babe. We love it. Uh, you can email us at charmed and dangerous pod at gmail.com. That is a charmed and dangerous, like like the show, and then pod, like the first part of podcast. And if you don't know what Gmail is, we have some issues, babe. We're concerned for you. A little bit. All right. Well, that does bring us to the end of our episode. Uh, sorry about my energy. Um, you got to see Victoria in her prime, though, which is pretty rad. Yeah, and very rare. <laughs> <laughs> um that's all we have for you guys today uh sorry for the shorter episode i just noticed how short this is uh not much to talk about here anyways that's it we love you stay safe best and Uh, dirty healthy blessed be blessed be